and I'm joined now on the line by Ambassador of South Africa to uh, Germany, His Excellency Pumelele Stone-Sizani. I welcome you to Ubuntu Radio, Ambassador. Welcome uh, to South Africa and Germany, Selma. Uh, Thank you so much. Would you kindly describe the current state of diplomatic relations between South Africa and Germany? South Africa has a very substantial and diverse but healthy relationship with Germany. As many would know, Germany is our top three investors in South Africa with good number of German tourists visiting South Africa, including active German community in the case. The formal uh, part of our relations are managed through a binational commission, which comprises seven working groups, namely foreign and security policy, economy, energy, environment, and climate, development cooperation, agriculture, science and technology, arts and culture, labor, social affairs, and vocational training. The 11th meeting of the DMC took place on the 27th of June, 2023, and was co-chaired by International Relations and Cooperation Minister, Dr. Naledi Pando, and the German Foreign Minister, Ms. Annalena Debock. A German president, Frank Stalmeyer, paid a visit with, uh, to South Africa in November 2018, while German Chancellor Angela Merkel paid an official visit to South Africa in February 2020. A joint initiative of, on skills development was signed during the, visit, the Chancellor's visit. President Ramaphosa visited Germany in August 2021 in the context of the G20 Compact with Africa meeting. The current Chancellor, uh, Olaf Scholz, used his first visit to Africa to visit South Africa on the 24th of May 2022. President Ramaphosa also visited Germany in the context of the G7 summit, which was held in Germany on the 27th of June 2022. President Samaya invited the president to pay a state visit to Germany in August 2020, but it did not materialize due to COVID pandemic. The chancellor announced that the G20 compact with Africa will be held on the 20th of November 2023. As the only African uh, member of the G20, South Africa president Ramaphosa is expected to attend. South Africa and Germany have concluded 72 bilateral agreements, which provide a legal framework for cooperation in several areas. These include the major economy agreements, such as the agreement for avoidance of double taxation with respect to taxes on income, the agreement concerning financial cooperation, as well as the exchange of notes concerning the reprioritization of funds to the renewable energy program. Agreements were concluded on technical cooperation in 2016 and cooperation in the field of vocational education and training in 2019, 
An MOU was signed in March 2023 between the National Development Agency, an entity of the Department of Social Development and DGRV, which is the German Cooperative Ryzen Confederation, in order to support capacity building of cooperatives across the country and train the MDA officials on best models of running cooperatives. On the 22nd of May, 2023, the South African and the German Ministers of Health, Dr. Pasha and Professor Dr. Lautenbach, signed a joint declaration of intent on cooperation in the field of health on the margins of the World Health, World health Assembly in Geneva. You have listed a number of high-level visits by uh, leaders of both countries, including our very own minister, and agreements that have been signed and, and put in place. Um, if you reflect back on the last visits or meetings that we had, where are there any developments in terms of achieving the goals that we have set for ourselves? Well, there, there's much progress in, 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 in this regard. If you if you recall uh, the the president uh, when when president met with uh, Chancellor Olaf Scholz uh, on the 24th of May 2022 that was followed by visits to Germany by the previous Premier of Gauteng David Makura and Premier of the Western Cape uh, Mr Winde. And uh, the delegation from the Eastern Cape also came here. And uh, the uh, premier of the Northern Cape also came here. There are a number of uh, projects that have been uh, initiated in South Africa. You, I don't know if you will recall this, but Linde and Hive have an hydrogen project based in Kuha. There's also uh, another a hydrogen project that is initiated in the Northern Cape to create a hub of uh, a, a green uh, energy uh, sources uh, for the switch over from the carbon uh, uh, problem of energy in cars and trucks and, and buses and trains in order to be able to uh, create green uh, energy for for the logistics and, and, and transportation in South Africa. Those projects are, are ongoing at the present moment, and uh, more projects of this kind are being uh, uh, initiated in South Africa. If you refer to uh, the skills development, the, the project on logistics uh, has already been initiated in South Africa because the German companies, more than 600 German companies in South Africa, are the ones that have an understanding of dual education in Germany uh, because they do not rely on schools only, nor do they rely on universities only, but they, as companies, work with schools and universities to train workers so that they are uh, getting onto the factories fully, technically, uh, wise uh, skilled on the machines that they will find in the in the companies 
I, 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 your question may be broader than my answer, but I think we, with the agreement on agriculture, with the agreement on energy, with the agreement on uh, JP and and other uh, transition uh, projects, these programs are ongoing, and uh, these visits are not just uh, tourism uh, by politicians but actually are focused at making the South African economy uh, leapfrog from the, uh, the, the climate change threatening energy sources to renewables. And it is, it is uh, a, a broad spectrum of projects that are taking place in the country today. I'm so happy with your answer, and I'm glad that those projects are speaking to the needs of the community, to the needs of the Society of South Africa. Thank you so much for that um, uh, answer, Ambassador. If you have just joined us, this is The Diplomat on Ubuntu Radio. My name is Thelma Longwani, and I spend time with you until 12 midday Central African time. Currently, I'm speaking to the Ambassador of South Africa to Germany, His Excellency Pumelele Estone Sizani. We are on DSTV, Audio Channel Triple Eight. You can also find us online ubuntu radio.com otherwise follow us on x at ubuntu radio za we are on facebook ubuntu radio za on uh, instagram at official ubuntu radio za my personal handles at thelma underscore on radio that is uh, instagram and x and on facebook i am thelma Longwani. ambassador south africa is the only african member of the G20 and uh, Germany is also part of G20. How are the two countries collaborating in the multilateral fora in general? Well, uh, South Africa and Germany uh, consult each other uh, within the framework of uh, the binational commission in a structured way, both uh, in, uh, in consulting each other about what's going on uh, on the G20 compact and also on the development of the African continent, but at the United Nations level, and South Africa uh, works with uh, uh, has an agreement with with uh, with Germany to consult each other uh, in, in in matters that have to do with uh, working together to provide an example of human rights council. Our two countries have bases of strong uh, com- co- com- commonality, commonalities and uh, to, work, uh, to work from. Naturally, like any relationship, we don't see eye to eye on some issues, but there is an agreement to work together to find solutions that will contribute to a better world. Germany is also supportive of a transformed United Nations and is on record to support international agencies and institutions to, to operate on agreed principles that would make these international agencies and institutions more responsive to the current international needs. South Africa also uh, has been uh, in the BRICS block for quite some time now. We saw this year with South Africa chairing the 15th BRICS summit, which comprises of Brazil, Russia, India, China, as well as South Africa. Are there any areas of common interest for both countries within the BRICS block? You would know that uh, uh, Germany is the biggest economy in Europe. 
and uh, its, its companies are spread in all uh, continents. So any development which is uh, advancing the economic uh, development of all countries will be in their interest. And I think that Germany, given its industrial and economic strength, has a role to play in addressing issues that affect the global south. And in this regard, South Africa would like to see that the two countries utilize international opportunities to voice critical voices to ensure that inequalities and imbalances be addressed to prevent a further marginalization of countries that could actually make a strong contribution to a better world and a better Africa. We owe it to our citizens and to our various regions that we find opportunities where we could make a collective effort to solve our current challenges. A typical example would be a, the migration and even climate change. We need to address the root causes collectively so that we don't only address consequences, but indeed the root of the problem. Both our countries have best practices that could use that we could use to assist. For example, Germany has the resources and technology to help countries of the South to better prepare for climate change by using clear and renewable energy. And South Africa is based in the continent, knowing how to deal with the problems of the continent. It's very advantageous for us. One significant initiative is the Compact with Africa, which aims to improve business conditions in participating countries and contribute to a greater private investment. Would you please tell us more about this initiative? One, one significant initiative is the Compact with Africa, which aims to improve business conditions in participating countries and contribute to greater private questions. Is private investment. Please, uh, um, the G20 with Africa was initiated under the German G20 presidency to promote uh, private uh, investment in Africa, including in infrastructure. It was launched in 2017. The compact with Africa's primary objective is to increase the attractiveness of private investment through substantial improvements of the macro business and financial framework. It brings together reform-minded African countries, international organizations, and bilateral partners from G20 and beyond to coordinate country-specific reform agendas, support respective policy measures, and advertise investment opportunities to private investors. With the Africa Advisory Group, as a regular G20 working group, the compact with Africa is firmly anchored on the G20 finance track. It is co-chaired by Germany and South Africa. Twelve African countries joined the compact with Africa uh, initially, which is Benin, Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Egypt, Ethiopia, Ghana, Guinea, Morocco, Rwanda, Senegal, Togo, and Tunisia. Following the suspension of Burkina Faso and Guinea 
from the African Union, their participation in the compact were also suspended. However, the German government has now invited six guest countries to participate in the 2023 compact, uh, namely Kenya, Nigeria, Angola, DRC, Zambia, and Mauritius. It seems that uh, Germany's relations with Africa is improving as the Chancellor is currently visiting uh, Nigeria and Ghana, which will be the third visit to Africa since he became the Chancellor on the 8th of December 2021. It should be recalled that former Chancellor Merkel only visited Africa for the first time three years after her inauguration as a chancellor. The next G20 uh, compact with Africa summit will take place on the 20th of November uh, in 2023 here in Berlin. If you've just joined us, this is The Diplomat on Ubuntu Radio. Time has gone up to 24 minutes after 11. We will be together until 12 midday Central African time. Let's take a short commercial break. When we return, we'll be looking uh, deeply into economic relations. Are you planning to travel outside South Africa soon on business or for leisure? South African citizens traveling abroad are strongly advised to purchase full travel insurance or an overseas health plan before departure. Proper insurance will ensure protection against paying the cost of any emergency, evacuation or expensive medical bills. A travel agent can advise you on options available to suit your budget. This message was brought to you by Ubuntu Radio in partnership with Durko Consular Services. Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. In action. Ubuntu Radio. Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. Thelma Thangwani on The Diplomat. Welcome back. You are on The Diplomat on Ubuntu Radio. This show comes to you every weekday between 9 and 12 midday Central African time. Let me continue my conversation with the Ambassador of South Africa to uh, Germany, His Excellency uh, Stone Cezanne. Ambassador, Germany is South Africa's second biggest bilateral trading partner. Meanwhile, with trade worth more than 20 billion euro, South Africa is Germany's most important trading trading partner in sub-Saharan Africa. What are the main products exported from Germany to South Africa and vice versa? The top export from Germany to South Africa in May 2023 were primarily in the automotive pharmaceutical sector, including chassis and engine components, pharmaceutical products, and other prefabricated chemicals. On the import side, Germany mainly sourced motor cars and caravans, various oils and metals, and semi-finished products from South Africa. Interestingly, these trade flows originated mainly from Germany's North Rhine-Westphalia, Baden-Württemberg, Hesse, Bavaria, and Lower Saxony regions. And imports from South Africa were destined largely to Lower Saxony, Hesse, Baden-Württemberg, North Rhine-Westphalia, and Bavaria in Germany. 
Over 600 German companies are operating in South Africa and have invested more than 6.2 billion euro and uh, employ a total workforce of nearly 100,000. What is the size of South Africa's foreign direct investment to Germany? Well, we, 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 we know that there are South African companies investing in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Germany. Well, the, the size of, of that perhaps would be problematic. But maybe what we could do is uh, to give you a few examples of companies that uh, are currently investing in, in, uh, in Germany, and uh, we will give you the list uh, of those companies now. Yes, you can go ahead, Ambassador. You can uh, give us a list of uh, companies that you know of which are South African and currently investing in Germany. Yes, the, I, 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 I know that uh, we have uh, Bell Equipment, which is a South African company investing in Germany, Cave Technology Group, we have Silverback Technologies, we have Sasol, SAPI, Dimension Data. South African Airways used to be uh, an investor in Germany, but uh, uh, since the suspension, uh, they are no longer here. Bell Technology Group, KWV. Many people will remember that the KWV is our brandy and wine uh, uh, manufacturer investor. Imperial via a company called Shim and others. Interesting indeed. When we uh, go back to something that you mentioned earlier on, the issue of energy partnerships, you, you indicated uh, that we have uh, some sort of relationship with Germany in terms of energy partnerships since 2013 that coordinates a wide range of bilateral cooperation in this field. How have we benefited so far or how do we intend to benefit going forward from this partnership? Well, uh it's a very comprehensive uh, arrangement uh, between South Africa and Germany in relation to energy. Uh, there are uh, quite a number of programs that are ongoing. Some of them are at initiation stage. Others are, uh, are operational. But in terms of 2022-2024 joint strategy, Germany continues with the multi-level approach of its development cooperation at the national, provincial, and local level. The core focus areas of the cooperations are climate and energy, and it covers the just transition, the financial and technical cooperation to contribute to South Africa's climate and energy policies, such as implementation of South Africa's national climate change response white paper, and also sustainable development, training and employment, which is the technical cooperation to support, to focus on career path development and increase employability of the youth through digital skills and financial and technical cooperation uh, in, the, in the sectors of employment and financial cooperation to support disadvantaged youth. Peaceful and inclusive societies, they look at technical cooperation to support South Africa's reforms in corruption prevention, violence prevention, and implementation of national violence 
prevention policy framework, including the prevention of gender-specific violence and early childhood development approach. The health and, and, and the pandemic control financial commitments uh, uh, in, to promote the framework conditions for vaccine development in our country, the production in South Africa by strengthening technical research and development and regulation. A quarter of Germany's financial con commitments are grants and the rest concessional loans. The larger part of the development cooperation funding is dedicated to the Just Energy Transition Partnership, which is referred to as JEPP. Germany's assistance to ESCOM relates to supporting the various programs of the unbundling process, as well as to assist ESCOM to provide efficient electricity, as, as also as part of the future com competition. Thus, a, gear a clear message is given that uh, ESCOM's reform process needs to be implemented and that independent power producers are important players in the market. So the funding is geared towards the coal plant decommissioning, funding alternative employment in coal mining areas, investments which will facilitate accelerated deployment of renewable energy and investment in new sectors of the green economy. Mpumalanga province, which uh, has been preceded in this regard uh, by North Rhine-Westphalia, which used to be a coal-producing uh, area for the coal-powered power stations in Germany, is, is, is meant to benefit from this uh, knowledge where the transition of green economy will need skills development including reskilling, improving skills quality, and creating new jobs. The emphasis on training and learning processes should also give rise to earning a living, thus making sure that training programs make a real difference in the people's lives. Germany regards South Africa as a key country in the area of moving towards green economy and global player. South Africa's role as the only African country that is part of the G20 is also a testimony of the international community's high regard. We now look at the issue of tourism. Tourism is, a, is another key focus area in the strategic partnership with Germany, being the third largest source of overseas tourists to South Africa after the United Kingdom and the United States. How are the numbers looking like with South African outbound travelers to Germany? The bulk of our focus as the embassy is to focus on the uh, figures of German tourists coming to our country uh, instead of uh, focusing on, uh, on, the Gem on the South Africans coming to Germany. Hence, we, we, we can give you figures about how many uh, Germans uh, uh, in, in the years before Corona and after Corona that have visited our country? Because they, that, for us, has an impact on the economy of South Africa. And uh, we, we believe that it's not that it's not important for us to know South African story in Germany, but we thought that 
because of an impact Germans coming to South Africa make on our economy, we should keep track of the figures. And that is why the focus in the strategic relationship with Germany being the third largest source of overseas tourists to South Africa after the UK and the United States, uh, we, we look at tourism in another key uh, focus after, uh, after COVID. Because before COVID, the figures were high. There were 322,720 in the year 2019. But uh, during COVID uh, 2020, the figures went down and, and uh, the, there was also a lockdown. So in 2021, the figures were 44,388. However, the numbers increased by 248% from 2021 calendar year to 154,500 during the 12-month period until the end of November 2022. In November 2022, South Africa received 25,954 German visitors in comparison to only 12,897 in November 2021. So Germany was the second largest source of overseas tourists to South Africa in November 22 after uh, the UK. That is precisely the reason why we are tracking the numbers, so that we can see the impact of these uh, visitors to our South African uh, economy. Factors that inhibit or act as barriers for enhancing tourism from Germany include uh, increased fuel price uh, on aeroplanes and, 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 and therefore the impact on the prices of flights coming to South Africa. The cutting of flights between South Africa and Germany is also having an impact. The perceived lack of, safe, lack of safety and security for tourists in South Africa sometimes uh, has a negative impact on people's willingness to come to South Africa. For, instance, for example, there was a murder of a German tourist in, at the Nubi uh, Bridge in, uh, in South Africa, in Nubi Gate, sorry, and the disappearance of a German tourist from Table Mountain, as well as the negative impact on, of load shedding. Those are impacting in, in, in the reduction of statistics of Germans coming to South Africa. However, South Africa is still a beautiful country, and we see in the visas we are uh, issuing that people are intending to stay more. As, as you know, that Germans can only uh, come to South Africa visa-free for three months, but uh, they come here and ask to stay longer. That is good, and I believe that we are going to improve with time. We are going to get back to the numbers that we used to have back then. The two countries enjoy cultural and academic ties in a spirit of mutual trust. What are some of the cultural exchanges that are existing between the two countries? In the 11th uh, meeting of the Binational Commission, uh, it was agreed that this uh, this uh, uh, agreement must be updated because the last time uh, this matter was uh, uh, on the agenda was uh, January of 20, 2005. And therefore, the, the improvement of this 
uh, agreement was was uh, necessary for it to be upgraded. Uh, it, it, there was an agreement on uh, between the two governments on the audiovisual co-production uh, in that sector, and that is why they decided that it must be um, updated. In order to facilitate the cultural exchange between South Africa and Germany, it was agreed during this meeting to assist with the securing of a respective treaty visas for the volunteers from both countries as well as for seconded members of the German international schools, the Gute Institute, the Political Foundation, and the German Academic Exchange Service, which is the, uh, in German is called DAAD, and uh, it provides uh, bursaries to students, and uh, they, 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 it is benefiting many South Africans, and therefore that is why it was agreed that this matter should be updated. Mm-hmm. In May this year, uh, the Julius Maximilians University of Wurzburg hosted a photo exhibition on Nelson Mandela at Sandering. Please tell us more about the significance of this exhibition and how it was received. Well, the embassy was invited to participate in the Africa Festival Award of 2023 and uh, represented uh, by the ambassador uh, as part of the official opening of the 34th International Africa Festival on the 26th of May 2023 in Wurzburg, where after uh, the, the Federal Minister of Culture and Media of Germany went to the exhibition, which then was, which invited the ambassador to, to join uh, Ms. Claudia Ross into this exhibition uh, entitled the Nelson Mandela Impressions of an Eventful Life on display at the university. And I participated also alongside the, the, the superstar of South African musician, this lady who came from uh, Soweto, uh, was there and uh, she entertained large crowds of uh, festival goers uh, in the name and on behalf of South Africa. It was a beautiful, eventful situation. Thank you very much. This is the Diplomat on Ubuntu Radio. Time has gone up to 18 minutes before 12 o'clock. You and I will be parting ways, but now I'm still with Ambassador Stone Cizani representing South Africa in Germany. Before we conclude our discussion, let's take a short commercial break. Are you planning to travel outside South Africa soon on business or for leisure? When planning a visit abroad, South African citizens should take time to learn about the financial, political, cultural and economic environment of their intended destination. This message was brought to you by Ubuntu Radio in partnership with Doko Consular Services. Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. There's a word in South Africa. Ubuntu, Ubuntu, Ubuntu Radio, a better South Africa, a better Africa, and a better world. Ubuntu Radio, Ubuntu Radio, a proud supporter of Agenda 2063. Thelma Thangwani on The Diplomat. 
Welcome back to The Diplomat on Ubuntu Radio. We are on channel 888 on DSTV, Audio Bouquet. You also find us online, ubunturadio.com. Otherwise, you can uh, find us on a tuning app. Look for Ubuntu Radio and be able to listen to the station. As I'm about to conclude my co- my discussion with Ambassador Stone Suzani, let's look at... Um, the support that Germany gives and assists South Africa with uh, the ongoing transformation process in the basic vocational and higher education. Would you please give us a prog- uh, some practical examples of such engagements? Well, at the 11th uh, meeting of South Africa and Germany by National Commission on the 27th of uh, June 2023 in Pretoria, both countries recognize the importance of skills training for a strong economy. And the German Chamber of Commerce, with the support of German companies, uh, is, is keeping offering programs like the Builders Training Center, which started much earlier than this particular meeting, and the Commercial Advancement Training Scheme in South Africa. These programs aim to promote wide-ranging education for young South Africans to participate in the economy meaningfully. So South Africa welcomes these efforts, pledging to work closely with the Chamber to strengthen collaboration. The focus will be on providing both nations with the necessary skills for their economies. South Africa will also give more specific information about youth training needs to help create targeted training programs. Germany's Federal Ministry of Economic Affairs and Climate Action is committed to continue initiatives that help South African companies undertake, understand the German market and business culture through collaborations with the Department of Economic Affairs and Climate Action of Germany. It's called BMVK in German. And the, the GSZ, which is called the International, which is GIZ, but in, in, in English it's called the German Society for International Cooperation. These collaborators have already benefited 206 South African companies and 40 more will gain from the program this year. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's interesting. One more important milestone in the academic cooperation is Germany's full membership, which is not yet completely formalized, of the International Square Kilometer Array Observatory. What is the current status with regard to this cooperation? Well, at the present moment, Germany is an observer and a potential uh, uh, partner but not yet, the agreement has not yet been formalized and finalized. So we hope in due, in due course uh, the, the, the two ministers will initiate a process where the two governments would agree on the full participation of uh, uh, Germany in the SAA. Ambassador, thank you so much for having made time to speak to us this morning. We really appreciate your time and we wish you all the best in the work that you are doing in Germany. Thank you very much. Uh,